You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth living. Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. dog fans. Number one, one, of course, y'all. This ain't no ordinary sports talk. Dive up in that fish tank. Welcome back to the Fish Tank, presented by iHeartRadio, right here on the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network. Seth Levitt, my main man, OJ McDuffie, and Juice. Forget about Wolverine and Cyclops. And I, we got the real X-Man here. That's right. Xavier Howard dives into the fish tank. What a glorious day. Man, it really is, Big Seth. You know what I mean? You know, X is one of my one of my favorites, of course, all time. Being the big doll fan that I am, man. But yeah, That's a big song. deal. Like he yeah. typically when defensive guys walk in here, there's not a lot of love. Yeah, and oh, we'll man. talk a little bit about the love I have for him yeah. because he's not he's not your <laughs> typical defensive guy. You True. know what I mean? True. So yeah, no doubt about it. Good stuff. You know, so now that we, you know, broken the ice with X a little bit, and X, that's to start with that part already. Love the nickname. I thought Juice was cool. Do I get to say X too during this interview? Oh, yeah, you do. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> that, as long as that's cool. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Hey, you know, I, you know, I was thinking about it. You know, I thought, like I said, Juice was cool, but X. You know, as a DB, that's kind of nice, right? Because that wide receiver, I, I'm exiting him out, right? Right. Or if you're playing X, you got no chance against me, right? As right. a wide receiver, right? So it's kind of like a. Double entendre, Big Seth. It's a big word like mayonnaise. I don't know if, yeah, if you say so. <laughs> if you say so. But it is a always, You always do, use stuff out of context. Yeah, you somebody knew what that. they were doing when yeah, they gave yeah. you that All name. Right, anyway. I was playing offense during that time when I got that name, though. Really? Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah, literally, I was playing on offense, a receiver. When they started calling you, oh, because you were the X? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Make it real easy. Right. Make it real easy. <laughs> Damn, they didn't put O or G. All right, anyhow. <laughs> so... so, so X, let's get started, man. You've got a, a big day coming up, man. You've got uh, this Saturday, June 17th, you know, you've got your, you're hosting your first ever Zayvon Howard celebrity softball game at Ballpark of the Palm Beach. Yeah, we ready. We've got our uniforms and everything. I need to steal y'all jerseys, man. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to steal, you man. You can have Yes, good, right? Got some unbelievable guys coming. First off, start off my wide outs, big Seth. You know, you, know, you got Jalen Wilder coming, Tyreek, and I understand that uh, two is on board now yeah. amongst a bunch of other you know, really, really great guests, man. Why softball, man? I mean, I, I thought you were a hooper. You know, I mean, you got, do you have some baseball skills that we don't know about? No, I don't, but you know, I thought, it, <laughs> I thought it'd be fun, man, to do something like, man, for the community and uh, all the guys come together. You know, softball ain't gonna hurt nobody, not trying to get injured, nothing like that. So just go out there and just have some fun. Wait, wait, man, you can't, you say that. You say that, but you know, you guys are ultra competitive. Right. So no matter what, you gonna have some dudes going all out. Oh, Tyree going going full speed. Yeah. Why is it always yeah. him? Why? It's always him. Everything he do, full speed. I'm like, bro, slow down. What you doing? Yeah. Are you gonna actually play or are you just gonna be host? Oh no, I'm playing. All right. What I'm position playing. you gonna play? Man, just put me in the outfit. I just wanna yeah, catch the ball. That's wrong. it. Yeah, just wrong. That's it. All right. And what, what work on my little D B skills. We're at the batting order then. I don't know. The reason I ain't played baseball, cause it, I ain't want to get hit with the ball. Yeah, so that was my main cool. thing. But the softball, I don't think it would probably hurt like that that no. much. Though. I, is it slow pitch, right? They're doing underhand. Underhand, okay. underhand for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope nobody throwing it overhand. <laughs> uh-uh. No, we just underhand pitching. I think you'll be all right with slow pitch. Oh, yeah, I'll be good. Yeah, definitely in the outfield, you're uh, definitely safer out there than oh, yeah. the infield. Because you got some guys can probably – I mean, some guys, most of these guys are going to be big guys. They might not have the best technique when it comes to a swing, Big Seth. Uh-huh. But when they do connect – When they get a hold of it. Yeah, it's coming. Oh, so yeah. get back, no shortstop or something uh, like no. that. That makes sense. I love that he said, so you don't play, but you thought it would be fun. Because when we started the ping pong tournament with the Jason Taylor Foundation, 
JT couldn't play ping pong for nothing. He looked at me, ping pong? Like, he almost said no, turned out to be a great success for us. So I'm hoping that, that that's what happens for you with softball. But no, you know, you know with him. ping pong, though, we all started playing after that to get ready for the next season. Well, everybody season. started practicing. So maybe that'll happen with softball. Well, I don't you know that he got me reps in. <laughs> he never quite got it figured out. But, <laughs> but we played and we raised a lot of money for charity, nice. which ultimately was, was the goal. The lineup is crazy that you've got all those guys coming out, which is certainly a sign of respect for who you are with this team. But I also want you to know, if you're still putting your squad together, that we got a ringer over here. So I don't know if you're aware of that, but my guy's first love was actually baseball. It wasn't football. Wow. So he played baseball, was drafted by... California Angels. California Angels. They're in a played, played, Yeah, but, well, they were California at the time. Long, you can do the math ago, and start to age ago. yourself. Played for, for a season at Penn State. We actually have, oh, if you don't believe me here. Hell no. A pitcher. This is oh Juice God. getting his Ricky Henderson on over oh here. Oh, my God. You got one here, Juice. Come on. What do you think? Tell you had the S curl and everything. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this, has, this, has this has to be Mike and JT that did this, man. So, so the best part about this is he told me he was wearing a hat. I said, I can't wear a hat on the show. He says, you can't wear a baseball jersey without a hat. I said, damn it, Juice. You're not wearing a hat in this picture right here. So... Not only is he as oh, cool man. as ice in that picture, oh, but man. he can. I, now, can you still hit it? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know I'm if you're filling out hey, look, that I roster. I coach baseball. You know I coach baseball. Yeah, oh, coach. I'm recruiting you right now. Yeah, well, no, I'm good. You're free? Man. I you're might free come Saturday? and just watch. I might okay, just come cool, and watch. cool, cool. Okay. <laughs> I'll steal a base for you. I just All need right, you man. to hit. There it but. is. There's no stealing in softball, though. I know you can do it, but. We're going to make some Make something up. Yeah. There is rules. We're going to make some In the Xavier Howard softball game, there is. Do you still hold the record? I think the record, Penn State record for most steals in a single game. I don't know. Probably. Four steals in a single game, this guy. Are you rolling? No, no. I don't have the speed you have, X, but I had the, the anticipation. Okay. You know what I mean? Reading pitchers, you know, and getting you know a good when jump. Yeah, yeah, I know when to go. You know, some of the best base runners aren't the fastest sometimes. If you say so. I don't know. You had your Ricky Henderson going on in that, in that picture there. So, look, we know this is going to be fun. I, I wish I could be there myself. It sounds like it's going to be a great time for the fans. I think you guys are going to have a great time. But I want to also talk about the reason that you're having the game, and it's your commitment to community. We were talking about this as you were walking in today. I remember, gosh, it's three, four years now. Back in 2019, the Dolphins had their business combine. Caleb asked us at the Jason Taylor Foundation to host some guys. That There were some guys that wanted to start a foundation, and you were one of those guys. You had just, I think, like just formed your foundation, really trying to figure out what those programs were going to look like. Can you talk about what it's been now for, from that moment where we went across the street? Remember we went to Cypress Bay High yeah. School? You saw those poets. I, I know you were really moved no, by that. I was that. really into the poet, man. Yeah. It was lit, though, man. And um, what's your question? Um. You know, I thought about it because I'm like, I'm always doing something in Houston. You know, I do a weekend in Houston, a little football um, football camp, and also do something in the house, like with school work and stuff like that with the kids. It's like a it's like a fun day, like a weekend um, at my high school. So um, I do that. I was like, man, let me do something in Miami. This is where, my, this is where the fans at. This is where, where I play at. This home for me also. So yeah. I also wanted to do something here, and I just couldn't come up with a deal, like what I wanted to do. So um, me and my guy, um, Polo, we end up, man, let's do a softball game. And the reason we picked West Palm because, you know, it's a lot of stuff down here, Davy and Miami. And I was like, man, I want to show some love to the fans out there That's in great. West Palm. And the ballpark looks, you know, the, yeah, it's the location. It's a ballpark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a great location. And, and 
People lose sight of that. It's the Miami Dolphins, but the fans extend far beyond right. just, just the 305. So I think that's really cool that you're bringing it up there for them because they don't get a chance to see you guys all the time. But talk, talk about the work and how your foundation work in Houston has evolved, how the work that you do in the community here has evolved and why that's so important to you. It's so important, man, just, just giving back to the community, man. You know, um, I come from the inner city of Houston and, um, you know, I've seen older guys um, that I was looking up to like Andre Johnson mm. with the Houston um, Texans. They end up doing like a little turkey drive or something like that, giveaway or stuff like that. And I was in high school during that time. I think I was in high school or middle school and we ended up going up there getting turkey. So, you know, just being that guy, just giving back to the community, man, just giving people hope. That's awesome. That is awesome. And I, I remember we talked about the poets. There was one young lady. I know you've seen her perform as well. Mm -hmm. Naya, who was at Cypress Bay and went on to do amazing things, continues to do amazing things. And she did a poem kind of, putting herself in the position of being a mother in the future and having to raise. I remember that. And you were man, really moved yeah. by that, man. Oh yeah, I definitely remember that, man. That, that touched me right there. Yeah, yeah. X came out and judged. Juice, used to, he used to judge and he says, yeah. Seth, I can't judge anymore. It's too hard. He doesn't like feeling like the bad he, guy. Nah. He judged <laughs> one of definitely our, be hard though. Oh, I'm like, man. man. They're all Cause so them good. kids, they pouring their heart out, yeah, man. man. You know, and just coming up with them ideas and just, like I say, just like rhyming and, and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, that is crazy. They can put words together like that. Yeah, talented kids. Yeah. yeah. I think the toughest part for me with that X a lot of times is that these, hear their story. Yeah, you hear the these story. kids that, oh yeah, that, that yeah, 14 me. to 17, 18 yes. years old and like, damn, this is what they're going through in life, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. I know we went through a lot of stuff yeah. in life too, man, but we never put it on paper, paper like uh -uh. in front of the whole world, you yeah. know? And it's like you letting people know your story and being vulnerable. Right. Like that's a lot. Like as a man, I feel like we're not vulnerable enough. Mm. And just seeing the kids and stuff like that being vulnerable at an early age, I'm like, man, that's why. That's 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 great. And you know, we talk about a football team. I think their their poetry teams are kind of like their their squad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you got those instant friends and people that connect with you, man. That's a. Uh, that's why it's always fun to me. When I go to those things, though, man, I'd rather just sit in the back and just yeah. listen. <laughs> yeah. You know, Seth always puts I try me to up put there, him to work, man. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, I, I've, I've been, I think, I think I've been booed a couple of times. So I had a low score. <laughs> oh, man. You know, and, but, I, you know, after that, though, I'm, yeah. it's all great scores for me, man, because everybody's got a great story. Yeah, everybody. And speaking of that, I mean, we talk about foundations. Most times, foundations are created by life experiences. Mm -hmm. I started my foundation back in 2006 with my mom because I grew up in like a single parent home. And so we, um, you know, everything we started targeting was, you know, single parent moms or single moms and, or, you know, kids that didn't have the dad around or, or the mom around or whatever it might be. So I know that, you, you know, being from Houston, specifically the Fifth Ward, can you tell us about your life growing up and how those experiences molded you and shaped you to be the person that you are now? Man, just, I feel like just everything I've been through just, seeing you know the bad and you know i was always that kid like i seen it but i didn't get in trouble with it. i ain't mm. get I, I was more focused and you know the guys i seen being followers and stuff like that i'm like bro this is not it you know i'm gonna be the one that get my mom out this situation my brothers and sisters and everybody and um and that's exactly what i did and that's why i came up with the with the um the brand make them believe because um guys they don't they don't believe until you you put it all together, until you come successful in something you do, that's when they start believing. That's why I end up coming with the making believe. You know what's so interesting about that is that, you know, I know there were guys when I grew up that were probably better athletes, than right? Me. But they, you know, I always talk about the whys in the road. They went this way, man. When I was, and I went that way, yeah. And I kept getting those opportunities, man. So I know there's some guys that you, know, you grew up with that yeah. were hella athletes, hella ballers, or whatever, yeah. and just. It didn't work out for them. Yeah, they fell victim, man. And that's, I've seen that a lot. 
you know, I'm like, man, these guys way talented than me and everything, but they doing this and doing that. And it's like, I'm I'm on a narrow, I'm on a straight focus. I'm worried about this. I'm like, I'm gonna make sure I make make sure I make this happen and I can do the rest at the end. But um it's a lot of talented guys, especially where I come from, man. It was a lot of talented guys. They just weren't focused enough. Yeah, you know, my mom kept me on on target, man. I mean, she grades, we moved, we had to get out of certain situations. Right. Who kept was there anybody that helped you along that way? It was my mom. It was my mom, mom also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just seeing her working hard. You know, um, my mother had seven kids, five boys, two girls, and oh, I was wow. I was the oldest boy, and my sister was the my sister also. My sister was the oldest girl, but she played sports also. She she went to college to play softball. She used to whoop me all the time in basketball. <laughs> you know, as I got older, you know, it was over. It started getting a little muscles. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to yeah. take advantage of her. And um, you know, the crazy part, none of my, none of my our parents played sports though. That's the crazy boy. We just end up where we come from. We that's that was our way out. So wow. we was playing playing against each other and making each other better. So I find an aunt Nikki that was a better athlete than me yeah. growing up. But once I could beat her, she stopped playing me. Did your sister stop right. playing? That's me? how it was. She, 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 was, she was like, no, I'm not playing you no more. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's how it be. She was like, I'm not playing you no more. That's exactly how it was. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back with the X-Man, Xavier Howard, in the fish tank. So, well, we're talking about being a hooper, and I, I told you I heard the interview you did uh, just a few months ago, and you talked about your hoop game, and that was like you you knew you were going to the NBA at one point. Juice, he said he had a Derrick Rose-type game. Is that yeah, what you said? Yeah. He was a yeah, Derrick Rose. That Rose. D. Rose-type game. Great finisher. Uh, but that great finisher. I love that. But that there was a coach at your high school, Wheatley High? Yeah, Wheatley that, High. That, essentially broke your heart. Oh, yeah, He's he like, did. bro, you're 5'11". Man. Tell me about that. Who was that coach? Coach Lewis. I still talk to him to this day. Yeah. You know, um, I keep him by my side. Like, that's the guy. He don't have no filter. When I'm playing bad, he going to let me know. <laughs> I love that. He going to let me know. He going to keep He gonna keep me on my toes. And, you know, that guy, he pushed me. He ended up um, switching my position from quarterback to, to cornerback because I was no a quarterback. Kidding. Yeah, he ended up, he was like, bro, you're not going nowhere for quarterback. So he put me on the defensive backside um, uh, my junior year, last playoff game, and I ended up having two interceptions, and um, I stayed on the defense side of the ball ever since. The man's a visionary. Yeah, he said. Wow. So, I mean, talk about that, because that's now, as an adult, you can look back and say, this guy, I mean, how meaningful he was in your life. But in that moment, because it was funny, you were like, this dude broke my heart. Like, <laughs> broke my heart cause... That tough love is real. It's real. And a lot of guys need that, man. I feel like... Um, I feel like people are their biggest critic, but when you got somebody that that's, that love you, and you see them criticize you, like you really need that. As I as he done that with me, um, also with a, a, a guy, uh, William Jackson, a former first round pick. Yep. Um, for the Bengals, um, we was on the same team, so um, Will was straight football. I was the one that was playing basketball, so he didn't really want me to play basketball. But that's I've been playing basketball since. Third grade. Will didn't want you to play. No, Coach Lewis. Coach didn't. Okay. Coach Lewis. Gotcha. He didn't want me to play. So he let been, you mess around for a yeah, little bit. Yeah. So because when it was when we was in playoffs, you know, on the guys on the basketball team, they was like, "Come on, we need you." Right. He was like, "Man, you need to focus on this football. You, you can deal with that basketball later." But um, that guy, man, Coach Lewis, that's my guy. That is awesome. Was there a moment we were like, "Oh, damn, Coach is right." Like, I was was there a moment that like that switch flipped and you went from being heartbroken to realizing that. Yeah, if I do this, I can get to where I want to go. It was um against Angleton, um, second round playoff. It was my senior year. Okay. And um, man, I went crazy that game. I had probably 
two uh, passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, and two interceptions. Oh, damn. <laughs> Back to the house. Yeah, it went crazy. Wait, two interceptions yes. for touchdowns as well? Yes. Damn. Juice, you have and, a game um, like that? Big Seth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's getting it Big time now. players, Big Seth, oh, have big yeah. time oh, games okay. in high school, okay. man. So we I can mean, all pull out the old I mean, yeah, I mean, if you want me to, you know, <laughs> you, got, you brought the picture of my Jerry Curl, <laughs> man. You might as well. The picture. I might as well give you the rest of my information in high school, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm pulling tapes today. I'm sorry, I'm pulling tapes. Oh, that's good stuff. Wow. Yeah, and after so, that game, that's when I end up finding out, I'm like, man, Coach Lewis is right. Yeah. But wait a minute, how, how could after that game? Because you had offense, you had defense, you had, yeah. you had it all in that game. But it was like, on defense, they respected me a lot on that side. And mm. um, after the game, the coaches from the other teams were like, what school are you going to? Oh, wow. Yeah, they was letting me know. I'm like, oh, man. So I'm Coach Lewis was like gospel yeah. at that point. Oh, yeah. And he's still doing it, breaking people heart, <laughs> putting them on defense. <laughs> oh, I love it. What's so funny to me is like, you know, you talk about Coach Lewis. My uncle was a guy that no matter how good a game I had, he was always super critical of something I did in that game. Was Uncle Homer? Coach, oh, yeah. yeah, Uncle Homer, man. He, I mean, I thought some game. Here's the funny part about it, X, is that I'll be on the way back home from the game. I probably, you know, had a nice game, a couple touchdowns. And I played, a little, I played safety as well. But he's got the program from the game. He's been writing notes in it. Oh man! Like, oh, you missed this block. Oh, you should have made this tackle. <laughs> you, know, you, you missed a hole here. I'm like, damn. Oh, did you see the rest? Of this <laughs> right. You know what I mean? He was yeah. super critical, man, and he still is to this day. That's yeah. great. Yeah, man. You know, what? let's let's fast forward a little bit from you know from high school and of course college days and let's talk about the Dolphins a little bit. In 2016, we trade up in the second round to get you. There's not another player on the roster right now. <laughs> you realize, you know where yeah. I'm going, right? Yeah. There's not another player on the roster right now other than two, since 2018, other than Baker. yourself. Yeah. 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 Wow. 2018. You've been in 2016. There's nobody other than, you know, 2018 on this roster, man. You know, what is it like for you being the longest tenured Dolphin in that locker room right now? Man, you know, it, it's, it's a great feeling, man. Um, this organization kept me here and hope it continues. So, um, you know, it's been, it been a great time, you know, just seeing everything, just been through everything seeing with the Dolphins, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Coming in the league, first playoffs, I'm like, oh, man, this team. Then uh, having went back into last year. Right. So, yeah, I've been through it all. I've been, been through a lot with the Dolphins also, with the dealing with injuries also, just seeing everything, though, but it's been great. Right. With, with all that being said, all you've seen, all you've been through, the coaching staffs, the injuries and stuff, what is your perspective on it now, man? How how things changed over these years that you've been with with the organization? Man, this year gonna be a special year. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, you can see from everything that win to win now. If you look at it, if you look at every, every team that's been built, like how our team is getting built right now, that's what we want to play for. It. Right. I mean, that's, that's everybody. Yeah, and I I like that a lot because I know there's been a lot of talk out yeah. there. You know what I mean? And. We, we talked about this before with some other guests. It's hard not to fast forward to, to right. that point. You right. know, you got to take these steps. Yeah. You know, coming off of minicamp, the OTAs before that. So it's kind of it's kind of hard not to see the future, right? Right. Right. You got to speak into existence also, man. You know, um, if you look at how this lead is and um, what what team's been doing, you know, um, the team that got roster that's full, guess who they've been. Yeah, I like that. That I mean, makes yeah, I'm, sense. I'm super fan, man. So yeah, I <laughs> can't wait. Excited, Especially right? with everything yeah. that's been going on in the sports world down here, right. man. Man, <laughs> I just like, yeah, I can't wait for our our squad to be the ones. You know, right. do you have though, like, kind of a greater perspective because of the fact that you've not just been in the league, uh, you know, for what this will be your eighth season, eighth I believe. Season. Yes, sir. So not just seven going on eight seasons in the league, but here. 
So literally seeing all the different transitions there's been with different regimes and everything, does that give you different perspective to walk in that locker room and see the roster and see the coaching staff than maybe a guy who's in his second or third year here would have? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And um, some of the guys I talked to about it, uh, especially Javon, just seeing it all, seeing, like you said, seeing all the transactions and stuff like that. And it's like, um, you know, you, you meet a lot of guys. I met a lot of guys here. Yeah. That's what it been all about, like the brotherhood that they've been coming in bringing in and guys that fit the fit the system chris doing a great job getting stuff done <laughs> yeah, yeah there's no doubt absolutely. stacked for sure yeah so speaking of javon and speaking of the 2016 season i think it was two pro bowls ago yeah he went right after his rookie year and kind of yeah. followed you around and inter- did an interview with you mm-hmm. um for the dolphins uh with the dolphins content team it was a great interview and what jumped out to me uh, i absolutely loved it is you told a story of your rookie year and you said Cam Wake. Yeah, Cam Wake. Did not guy. speak to you. No, he didn't. Penn State guys, man. <laughs> Penn State guys. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. So, you know, first of all, he said he didn't say a word to you till you made a nothing. play out on the field. He didn't say nothing. I respect him a lot from that, man. And it's like, um, you know, I got drafted 38 overall. You know, you got some guys that get drafted and feel like they made it. Mm. And, you know, feel like they ain't got to do nothing. Yeah, first round pick sometimes. Yeah, first yeah. round pick. Yeah. <laughs> every and, um, time. Yeah. Every day. Hey. <laughs> Dude, every time, pick. man. I wasn't going to go Let's there, but he wasn't going. Every time, man. He's throwing a shot now. <laughs> but, yeah. And uh, Cam, I seen who he was. You know, I seen his work that and stuff like that. And um, soon I made a play, he ended up saying something to me. And I was like, man. This dude ain't say nothing to me. What I did to him. Yeah. Do you remember what the um, play was that you made and what did he say? It was an interception on um, Kenny Steele, but he just came to me and shook my hand like good stuff. Okay. Yeah, he, Cam ain't really talk as much, but right. when Cam on the field, he mean business. Yeah. Yeah, he mean business. But so that for him was like a big, that's yeah. that's a big outgoing movement. Oh, if yeah, he came oh up yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. Did that experience shape the way that you work with younger guys? Because, I, I mean, I think about this past season. You want to talk about you as a mentor. The DB room that started <laughs> versus the DB room that you ended up playing with, you had yeah. a lot of young cats, and they, all, I mean, they stepped up. You think about the Cater Kohus, yeah. Noah stepped up. I mean, even Javon, uh-huh. is, as yeah. fabulous of a player as he is, he's still a young guy, so you were in this mentorship role. Did that Cameron Wake experience have any impact on the way that you work with and mentor? Tour young players. Yeah, I had to do it different, man. You know, um, going into my seven years, so, you know, it's, these guys different. Yeah. You know, you, uh, I feel like you can't have that same approach Cam did. You know, I had to, had to get, in, get in early and talk to them and let them know about how this how this lead work and right. what, what we got to do on the back end and everything. It was a cool experience. Like you said, Cater, Noah, Javon, a lot of guys had stepped up and, um, like, we're looking forward to them guys doing even bigger, bigger, bigger things this year. I want to touch on that, what you just said, because you know, coming in in 2016, you were playing with some old school cats. Yeah. Now you're playing with some new school dudes. Yeah. It's like you transitioned from dealing with, you know, the, the can't wait to the way these new new school kids They are. calling me oh, I hate it, man. <laughs> I'm like, man, I got to I gotta show these guys I still can run. <laughs> you're going to have to. Like, like, yeah, like during the offseason, like competing, running and stuff like that, they calling me old here. And I remember back in the day I used to call Rashad Jones old <laughs> during my time. And now I'm like, man, look at it backfired on me. 
Yeah. yeah. It's funny because Rashad sat in that same chair and he had a similar experience. Rashad, yeah. because of the, the length of time that he played, and just like you, all with one team, yeah. he bridged a gap between JT and Zach to, to guys like you. And, and you know what I mean? And so so you now you're talking about Cameron Wake. Yeah. And now you're talking about, you know, Cater Kohu and Javon. So it's really kind of cool these guys that are able to be with a, a franchise and to play at a high level and to bridge that gap. But uh yeah, at some point you go from being the young buck to the old head. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, I'm tell you what, it's, it's it's a blessing that you can though, man. That's true. You know what I mean, so a lot right. of guys are young guys, and that's it. You know, yeah. in the league. That's no, you're it. right. You're yeah, right. Man. You know it's what I mean. Blessing. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Houston's finest. At least one of them, Xavier Howard. Let's let's talk about Xavier Howard, the, the playmaker. Mm. Twenty-eight interceptions since you entered the league, the most by any player since 2016. You know, obviously that's an incredible number. Uh, you're dominating your. Bro, that's it. Bottom line, you're dominating it. Where did you d- develop the knack for, you know, getting your hands on the ball? Because let me say this. I always say this. You know, DBs are wide out that can't catch. <laughs> exactly. But that's not you, though. I hear that all the that's time. That's not you, though. You got I hands, man. You, like, I mean, obviously, you got hands. Yeah. So where'd you, where'd you develop that knack? Literally, playing receiver, you know, I, I end up um, getting that ball skills early on. The crazy part, my rookie year, um, Rashard Jones, like, man, you in a position. Make the play. I wasn't making the plays. Mm. And he was like, bro, just make the plays on the ball. And I ended up doing that, and I took off from there. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about that is that I think you guys might play, I don't know, I'm just speculating, um, more cover two type of looks where you can actually look in through the quarterback and get more picks like you used to get. Because you, when you're locked in man, you get more PBUs probably. Oh, yeah. But yeah, now we, you we switched get, it up. Yeah, we yeah, switched it up. Yeah, yeah, you can be able to do a little bit more yeah. with that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. This, yeah. this is my want, type I don't of game. want any game plans. This is my type of game right <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah this is my type of game. Yeah. A lot of more opportunities, though, I feel like this year going to be a lot of opportunities for the guys on that back end. That's hard to imagine. Yeah. It's hard to imagine. The front end guys going to get there. Oh, they definitely going to get there. That's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So let's take it a step further because he's not just turning the ball over, Juice. Like when you touch the ball, every time you are a threat to take it to the house. Well, you told us that, Right? What's that? He told us a couple times in high school. Uh, yeah, I mean, the 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell of a day right there. He got the 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Right. So, uh, you know, I heard you say that when you went to Baylor, you thought you are going to be the next RG3. Yeah, for you sure. You know, to just be a playmaker. So how much do you enjoy having the opportunity to turn defense into offense? Deep down, I'm still an offensive player, I feel yeah, like. There it is. <laughs> you know, I still want to score touchdowns and stuff like that. So I'm like, man, since I'm on the defensive side, I got to score a touchdown. I got to do something <laughs> to get in the end zone. Right. And that been my whole mindset, like, get to the end zone. Uh, but clearly you like to dust off the old skills. Is oh, what yeah. It seems like. Yeah, no doubt. We're talking about, you know, obviously, you know, your, your skills on both sides of the ball. But there's a, there's a guy that I had to deal with, man, that loved to put his hands, mm. make plays, pick it off, put his hands on people. One of your coaches, man, Sam Madison. Sam Madison. <laughs> 2-9 gave me fits when I was playing against oh him, especially God. when he was young and I was getting, I was the old head. Yeah. You know what I mean? These young bucks putting their hands on me, man. How much interaction and how much do you guys talk about the physical part of the game, putting your hands on you know, making plays, trying to take it to the house? Because Sam, I don't know if Sam really tried to take it to the house a lot. I think he no, but got, got go his yards it. and yeah. he probably got out of bounds and got okay. down, but you know, but the physical part of it, you guys kind of remind me a lot of each other. Yeah. Um, Man, me and Sam, we always have some good conversation. Because he always talking about uh, him and Water be going at it. He was like, boy, you would have played back in my day. I would have choked you out. <laughs> and he, he always saying that. And, uh, you know, um, right now uh, we just had a conversation because he, um, he was teaching me. Uh, he was just showing me some techniques and stuff like that. And he was like, um, 
because he was saying he can't keep his elbow straight mm. on his right one because back in the day they used to hit the elbow. Oh, so wow. now his stuff club. bent like this. Got a yeah. Club. Got a club. yeah, that's what he said. He was like, man, I badly can keep it straight. So um, it was just different technique. He, be t- he was um, teaching me about press and stuff like that. Man, great guy, great mentor. Yeah, that, that's pretty awesome, man. And Ronaldo. Hill yeah, Ronaldo yeah. also. Yeah. yeah. You got some safety. guys that did it before that. Yeah, you know, especially Hits also. So yeah. that was a good yeah. thing too, because um, I had Renato in eighteen. He was okay. here. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, right. He was here. That's right. Yep. So it's funny to hear you say that about Sam, though, because I, I remember being at a practice and Joe Rose said that two nine had the best jam he ever yeah. saw, like in in football, playing, watching everything. He, he said, guys, he literally would freeze guys at the line yeah. of scrimmage. They just couldn't get off. Oh, yeah. He had them long, them long hands the long, long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no matter if you beat him here, he's got, if he can get a little recovery and get yeah. you off that pattern, you know, I, that's what receivers hate. Don't, please don't touch him. And that's why I try to be, I try to be like a fly to receivers because I know, I know how it is playing receivers. So I'm like, bro, if somebody touching you 24-7, you hate it. Like, yeah, oh, you man. hate that. So that's why, that's, that's why I try to get my hands every chance I get. Damn right. Yeah. Now, Sam would tell you about it, though. Yeah. I mean, nobody, he would run it like oh, nobody no, could talking. run it. You seem he like you're talking. more of a quiet kind of oh, guy. Oh, yeah, I'm quiet, man. I'm quiet. I don't really say oh, much. Oh, Sam would. Yeah. We played in San Diego, and they had an open-air press box at the time, and you literally could hear him during the game because he had, you know, he <laughs> a had that. squeaky voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you could hear it. You could hear it. So, look, we've been rolling here, and I bet you were like, oh, hell, I'm, I'm going to get through this thing without a Jalen Ramsey or Vic Fangio question. I'm oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. But no, no. So I, well, I won't ask. I won't ask you a direct question because you've you've covered that. But we're excited. We're, yeah. Everybody's excited. I'm sure you guys are excited, and not just for those guys. But for, you know, when you look at the entire roster, and certainly on your side of the ball, there's a lot of dudes. There's just a lot of dudes. How do you? get past being excited is not going to put points on the board right being excited is not going to get any more interceptions it's certainly not going to get anybody any more wins how do you get past that excitement and not just look at who's sitting in their locker and be able to take all that quote-unquote potential and apply it to turn into what you really want it to be well you gotta put the work in man you know um, like everybody well, they say everybody win during the offseason or right. on paper and stuff like that. We're all that. going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we are. Every, all every team is going to the Super Bowl based off the paper. And, you know, you, you got to put the work in, man. It's like one thing about this league, man, you don't put the work in, it will humble you. So we definitely got to put that work in on, on, on our side of the ball. And, you know, offense is going to do their thing. All right, before we let you get out of here, man, we know, you know, the big-time players make big-time plays. On a big time podcast, yes, we sir. consider our, we consider ourselves a big time podcast. Right? We are right now, right, right until now, someone right? tells us otherwise. <laughs> so, so this next segment we call the fish tank two minute drill. All right, so I mean it's certainly big time. We're going to put two minutes on the clock, and we're going to run a no huddle offense, and we're going to see what kind of answers you got for us. All right, all you got to do really is just read the quarterback's eyes, read and react. Cool, yeah, yeah. you got that. Right. Right. Yeah, I think he's got that on lock. Right. Yeah. Sure. Right. Here all we right. go. The clock is over there. Riley's got it right. Okay. Not only do you have 28 career interceptions, but you also have 83 passes defensed, which is good for fourth all-time in Dolphins history. I don't even know if you know that or not. So Sam, the aforementioned Sam Madison is first. He's followed by Pat Sertain, of course. Mm-hmm. You are one PBU away from becoming the guy, or tying third place. Do you know who is above you with 84 pass breakups? Might surprise you. Mm. It's also ten question. You man, if you looking at this guy, not, it's a loaded question. It's loaded. Yeah, I don't, it's I don't not know. a DB. 
It's not? No, that's the shocking part. What? It's my boss, Jason, Jason Taylor. Taylor. 84 pass breakups. Wow. But you're about to pass. And he's leading with touchdowns also, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he's got a lot of How these. many he got? Nine? Yeah. You got, you got a big year coming, though. Yeah, we got, sure. yeah, you you got, still got time, though. Yeah, he, he can't get any more. Uh-uh, I can promise can't. you that. He ain't going to get just, any more. You got to stay right there. <laughs> <laughs> your celebrity softball game takes place this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Which of your Miami Dolphins teammates, whether they're playing or not, Ooh. committed to play or not, which one will be most likely to hit a home run and which one will be most likely to strike out? Christian. He going he, he to hit a home run. You going to get one out? Chris okay. going to put one out? All right. Ray Corn going to strike out. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to strike out. I love it. Yeah, it's over with. Yeah, it's over with. He's striking out. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. All right. We're going to head back to Houston where it yeah. all started. The greatest Houston rapper of all time. The Ghetto Boys, Mike Jones, or Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, my. The Ghetto Boys. <laughs> the Ghetto Boys. It's a group, though. I told Renzo. Yeah, it's a right, group. Right, right, right. The Ghetto so Boys. So you got to know who Bill is, man. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. See, okay. There All you right. go. What about the greatest Houston singer ever? Right, we got Lizzo, Beyonce, or Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Beyonce. 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 You a beehiver? Yeah, she put, it, she put Houston on the map. Yeah, you know, he wasn't going to say Kenny Rogers. Okay, <laughs> final question. Who is the toughest Houstonian of all time? The Undertaker, George Foreman, or Xavier Howard? I'm going to say George Foreman, man. Okay. I'm going to say George Foreman. The Curry's boy, I just watched his movie. It was a good movie. Oh, did you really? And he grew up in Fifth Ward, too. Is that right? Yeah. He's a Fifth Ward guy. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Something Go. in the water, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. There's something in the water. That is the two-minute drill. He, of course, is Xavier Howard. Once again, the Xavier Howard Celebrity Softball Game. First, I don't want to say first annual because we'll have to see how that goes, but hopefully. Oh, yeah, we got to keep it going. Okay, I like it. All right, you heard it there from the man himself. Takes place this Saturday, June 17th at the Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. If you're interested in attending or supporting in some way, please visit XavierHowardSoftball.com. I'm glad that that url was available to you Uh, (laughs) you can buy tickets Uh, there's some cool experiences you could bid on juice like if you want to be get a a a picture with the with x's team or i think like the club manager all that kind of stuff so maybe that's maybe that's uh, how i get in in there for sure uh you get all the information that you need appreciate you taking the time man i know know what it takes to put these things on so i know you got a lot of things going on so spend some time with us yes sir thank you thanks for diving in there and thank you man Sitting down with Seth living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one, one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, dive up in that fish tank, go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank, it's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank, rocking with OJ and Seth when we dive up in that fish tank, Okay, this one for them diehards Celebrate big or cry hard Leave it all on the field, we gon' try hard Old school, a new school, mix it in Feeling like we up close when we listening Dolphins tales, in Miami is the deep end We vibing with our favorite players, no secret We get with Seth and McDuffie 
Bringing up stories we never heard to the public. Bet we love it. Dolphin fans never budget. We loyal to the team, whether happy or we upset. We be like, what's next? Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about them fans. And if you ready for that water, time to dive in. Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about them fans. And if you down with Dolphins Nation, time to dive in. Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about them fans. You looking at that fish tank, it's time to dive in. Dolphins are at a token, but they never been in this time.